Cosmic Cuts on All Real Radio. I'm your host tonight, DJ Unjust. Tonight we have a very special show for you. I was able to sit down with a producer by the name of Spellworks, one of my favorite in the game right now. He's the co-founder of Natural Selection. He gave us an interview. I was able to pick his brain for a little bit and was kind enough to send over an exclusive mix for us filled with some of his upcoming releases or unreleased stuff, various jams. So it's going to be super hot. I hope y'all stick out with us tonight. Again, this is Cosmic Cuts on All Wheel Radio. Make the world better. is full beyond measure of elegant truths, of exquisite interrelationships, of the awesome machinery of nature.
for you guys tonight. I happen to have on the line the man Spellworks. He is the founder of Natural Selection. What's good, man? Chilling, man. Chilling at the house. Working on music. Glad to be here. It's the beauty of the internet age. We can both (laughs) be in different locations in 4D and still link up. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I guess if you want to say a little bit about yourself, um, say what's good, say what's up for everybody. Yeah, yeah, what's going on? Uh, Spellworks. I'm on SoundCloud, Bandcamp. I try to be on YouTube, but I can't edit videos too well. Um, my team is uh, Natural Selection. I run that with uh, with my brother Lanzo, who's out in California, and uh, I'm just trying to push good music out to you people and uh, let you see my progression as I go. Um, and like I said earlier, real glad to be here. Glad to be talking with you. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I didn't realize uh, just how key Lanzo was in all this. He's been one of my favorite producers for a long while now. Oh yeah, yeah. We kind of we kind of co-run it. We kind of split duties. You know, we don't really um, do anything too formal. I try to keep that that natural selection part um, as informal as possible. So we just kind of work work as brothers on that one if i'm slacking on something he'll pick up the he'll pick it up the weight and then vice versa hey dude that's awesome that sounds very similar to how dj del Sor and i run this cosmic cuts enterprise i'd say that's a that's a good way to do it oh yeah um so who does the art for natural selection i would say your album art's like always on point so <laughs> appreciate it um it's uh Myself, uh, Ross Ohm, who's also a uh, member of the team, member of the team, shouts to Ross Ohm. And um, unless the artist specifically comes to us and tells us that they would like to use um, a certain image or a certain piece of art, it's normally just up to me and him uh, to, to figure out what we think kind of fits the mood of the track. Okay, all right, man. Props. I would say it catches my eye like on the regular. So, <laughs> awesome. super dope. Um, you got any projects in the pipeline, man? You know, I do. Um, and I have like almost too many to rattle off. Like my, uh, my whiteboard is full right now. Um, I'm working on an EP with Legs Lockhart. I'm working on, uh, an untitled EP that I want to put out in the fall. Um, 
I'm working on something for Natural Selection. I'm working on an EP with Mage, who's also on the roster, kind of like a rap hip hop type album. Um, and I think that's about it, other than a bunch of submissions for a bunch of different groups. But um, yeah, 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 it's all in the in the early stages. So I'm trying to figure out what belongs where and all that kind of stuff. So nothing, nothing actually titled, nothing actually slotted for release yet, but expect a lot of stuff probably in the fall. Hey, that is what's up, man. Let's see, um, you have any shows coming up by chance? No, actually not right now. Um, once I get back to Texas and, and get back into my actual, uh, my actual house, I'll probably start branching out a little bit more into the Austin area, maybe Dallas, Houston, depending on where I can actually uh, get a booking and, you know, we'll see how that goes. Yo, yo, I know uh, I would love to see you on a bill with Les Lockhart and Felipe Edison. That would be super lit. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about it. And that's that's one of the biggest reasons I can't wait to get back to Texas so I can actually link up with them dudes. Because we've, we've never actually met in person. So everything we've been doing has been coordinated online. So I can't actually wait to share a creative space with those guys because they're insane. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, so that kind of leads me into, um, I was curious, how did you really assemble this crew? Um, well, it's kind of a, uh, a network of friends. Like I, uh, I knew Lanzo already um, through doing some collaborative work together. We clicked really well um, and we decided to form uh, Natural Selection. And then we kind of just sat back and, and looked at some of the homies that we thought were dope. And then those homies put us on the more homies who put us on the more homies. And then it's just kind of like, you know, I didn't really know this guy three weeks ago, but now he's on the team and, you know, we're glad to have him here. So, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of people and some of them are just, you know, I go on SoundCloud and I just keep swiping. I finally hear something I like and I'm like, who is this? You know, and then click on their page, you know, and check out the consistency of the stuff they put out and how different it is from everybody else. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, and then I'll start approaching people and, uh, and seeing if they're down for the cause. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So specifically, how's working with Philippe Edison? I know that that missing number EP is, is, is pretty fresh, I think, but I'm, I'm curious what you think about him. He's the homie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm done with Philippe for, for a while now. And uh, he's just he's got so many styles. It's almost kind of hard to keep up with. He's got a lot of output. He's got a huge um, back catalog. Um, so. He brings stuff up out of nowhere that sounds nothing like what he's currently doing. And it's like, it's so refreshing to see the contrast um, and his different styles that he puts out. But um, the uh, the Missing No EP, The End of the Void, that was like his, his first EP through Natural Selection. And uh, he laid it down with that, man. He's, he's crazy on that 555. He actually teaches a lot of people in the group about um, a lot of the SP stuff because he's more... I'd say he's more knowledgeable on the actual the, uh, the equipment and the processing and the sequencing and like the the theory and all that kind of stuff. So he helps guys like me out that don't know any music theory. Um, so I actually come to him with a lot of questions all the time. But yeah, he's a, he's an awesome dude. Yeah, that's, that's what's up. He's definitely a chameleon. <laughs> oh yeah, shapeshifter for sure. He's got like a million different pseudonyms. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. He give me something new to listen to every day, pretty much. I feel like. Oh yeah. Um, so I really like that stolen drums collab, that uh, Dirty Deeds. I thought that was fly as hell. Y'all have any uh, anything in the future? Any work together? I mean. Um. Yeah. Actually, um, y'all would be the first people to hear it. But Stolen Drums is actually going to be on Natural Selection starting tomorrow. Oh. Um. And then he did that mix for us, just kind of out of the blue. Um. And then we collaborated on a live stream um, that he did recently. Um, what was that? The twenty, the twenty fifth, I believe. Yeah, that was not that, entirely sure. That beats chill session, right? Yeah, yeah, beats and chill, the natural selection takeover, and um, so now with him being on the team, um, he's going to be putting out work through us, EPs through us. Um, he's going to be doing live streams, incorporating the mix because he said he really enjoyed doing that, and then um, you know we'll just we'll just help cross promote him, um, and then just try to get his sound out there as hard as we can. Word, word. Yeah, y'all turned me on to him through Natural Selection, and I'm like, I've been sleeping. He's got some really nice heat <laughs> out there. Yeah, he's got some heat. Yeah, so uh, I guess I kind of wanted to bring it back to you a little bit. Um, I was thinking, you know, how do you really lay out a track? Do you start with the drums or bass line first or any certain method at all? Um, I'd say on average, I start with the melody first. Um, I normally lay down 
maybe six to seven tracks of, of melody depending on how complex the track is and then i'll go into the drum sequencing and stuff like that because the biggest thing to me is always that the melody is is something that's catchy or something that makes you you know think um but it all depends like i've been trying a lot of new genres here lately and i'm noticing that sometimes starting with the melody doesn't work um like i have some drum and bass stuff that's unreleased i don't think i'm 100 percent there yet with with that genre but you know with drum and bass i always have to start with the drums first um so it's different every time it just depends on exactly what i'm trying to do like normally if i make a track that's a little more hard hitting i always start with the drums first on those because i just want to lay those drums down and make sure they're just destroying whatever's in the mix with them and standing right on top of the mix um but then there's some stuff where the drums are a little more subtle in the, in the song and the melody driven so it's different every time it, it really is so um i wouldn't say there's any definite answer on that one for me but hopefully they give some kind of insight <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, you have any like thoughts on the beat scene? I'm really curious about how you stay true to yourself and maybe people are pushing you for more like Dilla or Flylo type shit or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's weird. Um, I think when everybody first starts out, they love the community because everything's kind of brand new to them. Um, but after a while, I think you get kind of you get kind of jaded on everything you know you hear the certain sound uh over and over again um from the same person or the same group and uh you kind of start to get put off on it and that's that's my biggest thing is i never want to get stagnant with what i'm doing like as soon as i realize something's too easy for me to make and i can just grind it out over and over and over again i'm not challenging myself um so you know and i think i've lost a lot of uh traction especially doing that I, you know i can notice just through my own you know internet analytics that you know oh well, when i started doing this people stopped listening but i really don't care at all um i just want to make stuff that that i would listen to um and i do <laughs> um so you know and, and it does it does get a little hard to stay stay true to your own sound when there's a lot of great artists out there and you know you kind of see them conform to what's going to get them paid and you're like man you know it'd be so easy to just continuously lay down this you know jay dilla style beat and just do it over and over and over and over you know and there's people that would just eat it up continuously and it would be awesome but i just can't do that number one it's boring to me um and it would just eat away at my soul because i would i would end up working on other stuff anyways and you know then i'd be scared to release it because i'd be scared of people's reactions so i don't know i think the beat scene's kind of tired it, it, you know it's it's not a new thing anymore so many people have caught on to it um i think now it's just a matter of everybody trying to figure out exactly who they are and 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 make their sound and make it available to the world because there's not that many dudes with the same sound in their head i guarantee it uh -huh. so right i don't know it's just it's kind of tired but you know it, it's still a it's still an art community so there's always room for individuals to grow and to change so that's all I, I ever hope for is that dudes you know just try to do them before trying to worry about fan service and what this person and that person wants to listen to right right gotta keep pushing for sure oh yeah so um I, know, I was hoping you could maybe speak on SoundCloud for a little bit and its role for producers. I know that's done a lot for the beat scene, maybe better or worse. Um, oh, yeah. Um, you know, sound, I mean, right now, I, I hate SoundCloud. Um, but if you asked me the same question like in 2011, I would have been like, I love SoundCloud, you know, because so much has changed. Um, but I think with all the, the monetizing that they're doing, it's 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 definitely taken away and, and it sucks because there was a community uh, driven platform. You know, they needed people to put material into their site in order for them to get any type of revenue or notice or get passed around through word of mouth. And now they've gotten so big that you don't have to do that anymore. You just, you know, you put your stuff up online and hope you don't get, get it taken down for a copyright claim. So, um, you know, the communities, especially with all the, all the new users that are coming in, um, you see a lot less genuine, you know, uh, interaction and, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I think it's on its way out the door and it's going to be over soon and something's going to come and replace it. But, um, you know, I'd say overall, overall, if it's lifespan, it served its purpose. But as, as of right now, you know, I like I just heard a Lowe's ad like 
30 minutes ago listening to somebody's mix and that put a horrible fucking taste in my mouth so right right yeah i can't tell you how many times i've heard that mike's hard lemonade yeah uh, like since i've been up in there i'm like you know, so, you're just in the, in the mood and then you, yeah, 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 chill out with the mic's hard lemonade. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right. Anything so, for a book. No, for real. So have you had any run-ins with the site yourself? Oh, yeah, a couple of times. Um, just due to, like, I try to get on there and repost as much as I can, like, uh, with the guys with Natural Selection and stuff like that. Um, and... You know, they'll, they'll block me from reposting. You know, like I'll repost three tracks from three other artists and they'll be like, you know, your interaction doesn't seem genuine. And it's like, are you serious? This is the most disingenuous website I've ever been on as it, as it stands right now. You know, so. Man, um, that's crazy. Yeah, I've had two instances of, of copyright uh, claims, but they never amounted to anything. I actually got to keep my stuff up there. So it's, it's not as bad as some of the other guys that I've seen get their accounts deleted and stuff like that. Right, right. Yeah, we got our first strike recently for playing a La Kim remix of Frank Ocean, and I'm like, yeah. I feel like y'all should take that up with La Kim. I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of like a few people back from the yeah. copyright issue, but now nah, they still pull down our our show or whatever that that episode, and I'm like, you know, really, you only get one more because that third one you're out. So it's kind of like, yeah, man, especially as a doing DJ mixes or a radio show or something I'm like it's, it's cold out there I mean that's a big part of our listener base for sure yeah and I mean that's what people go you know you know where else can you curate a mix and and just put it out for people to hear that's actually gonna like you know it has some form of album art so it has like the visual aesthetic of pulling people in and people can leave live comments saying what part they loved and you know it, it start conversational threads within the comments which it doesn't happen now but it used to um, you know, there's no other site that offers that. You, you don't get that sense of community like you do with SoundCloud, and it sucks to see it going that route. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, so um, yeah, I guess kind of moving a little bit away from that, I was curious, uh, what are some, some of your favorite audio effects that you don't really see anyone else doing? Audio effects? Um, you know, I don't, that's actually a difficult question, because I don't know. Um, yeah, well. a, lot of, a lot of the stuff that I listen to, you know, I, to be honest with you, as far as like bigger name artists, I probably only listen to maybe 10 people and that's it. <laughs> um, for some reason in the past couple of years, and I think it's just because I've been making more stuff, I found it really hard to, to discover new artists that, you know, to add to my album collection and stuff like that. And uh, most of the guys I listen to, you know, Fly Low, Sam I Am, all, all, they, they're, they change it up all the time. So I haven't... It, you know, I haven't really run into anything that that I that I haven't heard as far as effects go. Word, word. So uh, I guess kind of jumping off that, um, I'm curious, what's an artist that you love that most people would never guess that you fucked with? Hmm. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. There's a band called uh, The Whitest Boy Alive, and I love them to death. Oh yeah, they got, that, they got that bass line. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to look through my stuff. Yeah, so like Whitest Boy Alive. Um, I think everything else everybody would probably expect me. I like Atlas Sound and Deer Hunter as well. I think they're they're an amazing band. Oh uh, word, word. Broadcast. I think everybody expects me to use broad like broadcast though, because I sample the hell out of them all the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Strokes. I like a lot of indie rock stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, I feel that. So, um, what's your least favorite instrument? I'm, I'm guessing probably besides the banjo. Let's go ahead and rule that one out. <laughs> but my least favorite instrument. Um, Philippe's gonna kick me in the back of the head when he sees me, but I'm gonna have to say the saxophone. It's been annoying the hell out of me for the past couple months, and I don't know why. And and not just uh, in general, but um, I don't know the difference between all the different saxophones. But there's a specific really trilly saxophone Yo, I was just that just about drives to say, me crazy. Let me get me joke. You're talking about the soprano sax, right? That's that like Kenny G shit, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yep. That's the yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we can absolutely. <laughs> have a agreement <laughs> on that issue and go on oh, to yeah. the next thing so i kind of wanted to bust out of the music a little bit i was thinking um what is your first childhood memory my first childhood memory 
getting all Freudian up in here, but yeah, let me go back in the hard drive. Um, let me see. I would probably have to say hanging out at my grandma's house in, in the summertime, hanging out with my, my grandma, my grandpa, riding uh, riding tractors and playing out in the fields with mud boots and stuff. It's hey. probably like my earliest memory. All right, got another got another country kid up in here then. <laughs> yeah, not so much anymore. You can't you can't pay me to spend a bunch of hours outside. But when I was when I was younger, for sure. Now I'm just like an indoor homebody shut-in type of guy. Right, right. And even in Colorado, though, you don't get out in the mountains ever? You know, I did. I went out uh, to Pikes Peak. We went up there. Um, but to me, I don't know, stuff like that is kind of like one and done. Like, all right, I went there. I seen it. I got shortness of breath and, you know, it was freezing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we did the damn thing. We got the Instagram pictures. So, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man, I hear that. Um, I was also curious. Yeah. So, you know, when we spoke offline, you had said that you just wanted like you like some weird questions or whatever. So I was like, man, what's that? Those throw the homie <laughs> to, uh, to kind of clown him. But thinking of some different things like, um, you know, do you dream and do you remember your dreams? That's something I, I think about a lot. I do not. Uh, I have. Uh, I'm actually medically like uh, documented with insomnia, so I do not have dreams when I sleep. When I was younger, I did, and they would be super vivid, not like lucid. But uh, yeah, I haven't had a dream probably in about four or five years. So like, I just go to sleep and I'm tired. I wake up, I feel the same way, and it sucks. But I've gotten used to it now. I'm just so accustomed to it. It's just years of being a night owl. Did it in. <laughs> right, right. Okay, respect. I hear that. Um, let's see. A few other things I was thinking of. Uh, one, do you have a favorite video game at the moment? Yes, Overwatch. Hey. <laughs> I play, I'm addicted to it. I think I just played like 14 games in a row just before doing the interview. <laughs> hey. So, uh, what character type do you play? Man, you know, I try to get good with all of them, but I mostly, uh, mostly rock. Let me see. May, Diva, Lucio, Junkrat, just all the annoying characters that just like piss everybody off. Like, that's me. I'm that dude. Like, you can't kill me. I'm just going to build this ice wall. Okay, cool, cool. So, that's your favorite game at the moment. Would you, what would you say your favorite game of all time is? Um, that's a toss up. There's two. And I can't, I can't, as much as I think about it, I can't decide. The- decide between the two but it would be Final Fantasy 8 and um, Ocarina of Time excellent excellent cool yeah man Ocarina of Time is a bit shit yes legendary status I'm Although, trying to get a, I'm trying to get an emulator so I can get my wife to play. I keep telling her she needs, to, she needs to get on that right right man as a kid I thought that Link just grew up I didn't realize that you had to like go get the sword <laughs> so I spent a lot of time running around being like, I think he looks a little bigger. Like I knew that he turned into an adult at some point and yeah. I had no idea. Well, cool, yeah. cool. So um, let's see. Who wore it better, Jordy LaForge or Cyclops? Uh, wow, that threw me for a loop. <laughs> Cyclops, I guess. Word, word. <laughs> okay, all right. So kind of leading off of that then... Um, where do you see humans in 50 years? In are we, 50 years. Are we going to make it, man? Is it going to be like full-on idiocracy? I don't know. I mean, it's going that way. And I hate to be a pessimist, but the way things are right now, I don't I don't know. I mean, I hope we do because I got, I got a daughter and another kid on the way. So I'm hoping everything pans out cool for them. But the way the way we are right now, the way everybody's acting, man, I don't, I don't know. It's going to be sketchy. There's definitely going to be some madness happening within, within like the next 50 years for sure. Something big is going to happen, but I don't know if it's going to be like a extinction level event or if it's just going to be some, you know, somebody gets sniped out of a car or something. Right, right. Yeah, I'm holding out, <laughs> holding out for the singularity myself. <laughs> um, all right, so I guess this is my, my last question. Try to get hard. Who do you think will win in a fight, Mr. T or Mr. Queen? Mr. T for sure. Okay, all right. Yeah, he's probably tougher. <laughs> Mr. Clean's a little too PG. I don't, right. know if he gets, I don't know if he gets down like that. Mr. T, he can, he can throw some hands. I've seen him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. I, I don't think uh, I don't think Mr. Clean's got what it takes. <laughs> so, word, word. Um, yeah, just to recap, you're listening to Cosmic Cuts on All Real Radio. We've been cutting it up with Adrian Spelling, aka Spellworks, founder, co-founder of Natural Selection. So glad you were able to join us today, man. I, I really appreciate you taking the time to, to cut it up with us. Oh man, anytime. Thanks for having me. I always love chopping it up and answering questions and giving people insight into my madness. So yeah, if y'all ever want to do it again, let me know for sure. Hey, cool, cool, man. This will be uh first of many installments in the <laughs> roster or some something like that. That that could be ill, so definitely. All right, well, I'm going to leave it at that. And I believe uh, we're going to end up heading up, cutting into a, a mix of some of your tracks, if that's correct. Absolutely. Word, word. So we're going to head and uh, roll into that. Again, this is Cosmic Cuts on All Real Radio. We make the world better.
You are listening to Cosmic Cuts on All Real Radio. We make the world better.
to me and ask me why I am the way I am and if you don't understand ain't no way I can tell you there's no way I can tell you it comes with this
Selection. Selection. 